Welcome again to the OMN Coffee Shop Conversations at Artichoke Music. Not at Artichoke Music because it's closed because you know why. Rather than wallow in the misery of the moment, I thought I'd like to bring back singer-composer Andrew Paul Woodworth for a fresh and funny distraction. We've had some very funny episodes with him, and that's what we need right now. That's why I put up those April Fool's story on Wednesday. As usual, this will be NSFW, but since most of us are at home or listening on headphones, there's less chance that you will offend anyone. He had just answered my Skype call. Great. Why? Thank you very much. I... And and the Skype recorder activated automatically as it's supposed to. Wow. Very good. That voice of yours. Did you uh, did you develop a uh, you know an on air voice? No. Do you purposefully sort of speak a little bit lower? No. Because you know Howard Stern worked on that quite a bit, and I thought you're kind of Sternian. I know, but he was getting network money. <laughs> oh, that's nothing compared to what you're getting, right? Uh, no, I, I what I'm getting is nothing compared to that work money. <laughs> you're getting what you're getting is literally nothing. Literally, yeah. Um, I but no, I uh, 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 I just always wanted to be a disc jockey when I was a kid. Huh? How come? I don't know. Because uh, I I couldn't be a ball player or a cowboy. Who was the inspiration behind the disc jockey? Oh, uh, there were a couple of them. Uh, as you may know, um, Hairspray is based uh, based on a a Baltimore TV show because we didn't have American Bandstand. We had the Buddy, uh, Dean, Buddy Dean show, and Buddy Dean was a a, a, a big um, uh, Baltimore disc jockey. Now I didn't I didn't pattern myself after him. Although he was, uh, you know, he was he 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 had a he, he had the daily dance show right with the teenagers. And of course, yeah. I like that. Um, mm. But there was a guy named uh, Jack Gale, G A L E, who mm. was, I thought, the funniest man on earth because he would do funny voices. He had the morning show, and mm. um, and and uh, I, I don't know if you've ever seen Hairspray. Uh, I've seen the play. Yes. Okay. Well, they do the Madison, the dance called the Madison. Okay. And so Jack Gale would do song parodies. And matter of fact, so he was very connected with the labels, of course, because I'm sure he was getting payola. Uh, and he uh, he did uh, two. He, I, matter of fact, I have the single of Jack Gale doing on one side doing the Madison, where he tells you uh, to the instead of the dance moves, he tells you to, to take certain medicines. And uh, the and the other side is the sloppy Madison, which is uh, form a big sloppy line, you know. And they had those those calls. So he was my uh, he was really my my uh, I patterned most of my stuff after him. Well, yeah. after uh, that riveting story about the sloppy Madison, I can I can certainly see why that would be an inspiration to you. <laughs> Sounds uh, pretty intense. Pretty intense. Well, if if, if you're 12 years old, it is. Right. <laughs> Although twelve years old then, it's a lot younger than twelve years old now. Is that right? Of course. Because of the information age. Yeah. Yeah. What do you mean, younger? Well, th there was you know we we were much more innocent, and really? much, oh god yeah, and much more naive, and didn't have access to internet porn. 
because <laughs> I was young, which was a while ago as well. Uh-huh. Uh, I did things that I that I would have would imagine would still be very salacious today. Like what? Well, my my brother and I, and I uh, I hope he doesn't mind me saying this. Uh, there was a girl in our in our um, neighborhood <laughs> who was around our age, and we would. We would uh, take her into – well, it was voluntary. It wasn't what – we weren't doing anything, you know. We weren't forcing ourselves. But we, I remember sticking sticks up her butt. Oh, interesting. interesting. And, uh, yeah. I mean, I don't imagine that that is uh, acceptable today, even with Internet porn being as pervasive as it is. Probably not. And it probably says more about you uh, than, than it does about the, the, the age group. Okay. No, no, I reject <laughs> I reject that. Yeah, I, yeah, a lot of figures. But I do reject it. Is this part of the show where I've where I've lost everybody in terms of sense of humor? And now they're going to jump off of a bridge or a, or, a, or a, out of a window? I don't think so. I don't Got think it. so. They could have just turned it off, but uh, you know, but they always have that option. There are some famous people who have have jumped uh, or fallen to their deaths. Donny Hathaway, for one. Is that right? Chet Baker is another. What did he do? Well, he was either he either jumped uh, j- jumped or was pushed out of a like a fifth story window or something, you know, fairly high up in a hotel. Had, you know, he had severe mental problems. He and he jumped out of a two story uh, apartment complex. Donnie Hathaway. Yeah. Only two stories. Boy, yeah, something have, like that. Must have hit the he wrong way. Nut. He was a nut. Tony well, Scott, yeah. the director, off of the uh, Vincent Thomas Bridge in Los Angeles. Really? You know, Tony Scott, to True Romance, which is one of my favorite movies of all time. Uh-huh. Uh. Jumped off of a bridge. Yeah. Well. Okay. Kurt Vonnegut slipped and fell in New York. 84 years old, died. Huh. Chet Baker and I shared a groupie, not not at the same time. But ah, bummer. Uh, I thought that was gonna... no, no, there was no, there was no threesome. But uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so she was what still. You, like, what? How do you how do you know that? Who was first? Oh, he was because they were. First of all, they were both older than me. <laughs> oh. Yeah. So did you get a whiff of uh, chat when you were no involved? No, I actually didn't realize it until. After he had died, I mean, she, I think she told me after he died, but I, you know, I mean, so I, you, I, you, might, you might have some Chet Atkins DNA somewhere. Not Chet Atkins, but, Chet Baker. Oh, Chet Baker. The trumpet player and singer, jazz oh, guy. Oh, Chet Baker. That's yeah. even cooler. Yeah. <laughs> Chet you Atkins, that, uh, I don't think so. I, 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 I would, I, what? You know Albert uh, Ayler? Not personally. Tax player? Yeah. He killed himself uh, by jumping into the East River in New York in 1970. Really? Yeah. Huh. Well. Not uplifting? Is this what you've been doing uh, while you've been at home? A little bit. Just thinking about people who killed themselves creatively? Yeah. I see. Yeah. Yeah, sorry about that. Well, it's not. Hey, look, I mean, uh, it certainly is not uh, as creative as like uh, autoerotic uh, asphyxiation. Oh, like. Uh, um, yeah, that. Boy, uh, um, the guy from In Excess. 
Is that right? I, I didn't know that, but you would know that. You didn't know? No. Uh, God, how, why is his name uh, escaping me right now? Well, because you're getting old, and you can't can't remember oh, stuff like you used to. No. Uh, the guy from In Excess, the lead singer, who was awesome. Um, uh, yeah, sure. Okay, if you say so. Auto asphyxiation. Auto erotic asphyxiation. Right. It must feel really, really good. Otherwise, why would they do it, right? Right. If you're willing to go out that way, that's it. It, make, it makes you think. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, how long have you been uh, sequestered? Uh, I mean, pretty much like everybody else. You know, I work yeah. from home. A little different for me. Um, and I tried to do because I teach. I tried to do some some lessons uh, on my back patio. Uh huh. Uh huh. That didn't work because you know it. You just can't keep a distance when you're singing and passing sheet music, to, you know, around. And I was like, this is too nerve wracking for me. So yeah, uh, yeah. So I guess it's been, uh, I don't know, a couple of weeks now. Is that is that how everybody? It's hard to yeah. like it's track, isn't it? Do you go to the store though? I do go to the store. Yeah. Uh, but every time I go to the store, it's really it's quite harrowing, you know. Yeah. Because, you know, I assume that that dude who's right over there by the crackers I need has probably got COVID. That's right. Him. That's right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That, yeah. I mean, I'm assessing everybody based on how they look. And that guy, fuck, for sure he has it. Oh, I know. I know when people look at me because now I'm old. And, oh, and you've I, got, I, no people think you have it. Everybody thinks I have it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. But you have Extra, extra careful. My parents. It seems like my parents, who are in their, who are eighty now, eighty-one. Uh huh. They don't. My dad is not taking this shit as seriously as he should. Oh, that's too bad. There's a defunct to the to the older crowd, I think, uh, or a or a, a lack of acceptance, or a, a, a the fear is so big that they they can't allow the processing to happen. I don't know what's going on, but uh, well, you know, I think maybe I was talking uh, online to uh, one of my ex-wives the other day and I said, "You know, uh one of your ex-wives?" Yeah. And I said, "You know, um the it, it's the it, the inevitable is inevitable." Right. And, you know, I'm old now, and uh when it happens, it happens. It's going to happen one way or the other, you know. And, uh, you know, I mean, geez, you know, I mean, uh, um, I thought I was going to be dead in the, in the mid nineties and it didn't happen. And so what, gonna, what would have killed you in the mid nineties? Driving a cab. I had a death wish. You did? Yeah. Yeah. I picked, Bro. I would, I would pick up anybody. I would take calls into projects. I would pick up, uh, criminals so that maybe they'd kill me. But they never did. I mean, they hit me over the head with a with a uh, golf club a couple times, but uh, but they never killed me. And then I moved here, and you know, the career blossomed, and uh, to a degree, uh, and uh, at least I got at least I did a lot of good work. And so, yeah, you know, I got a twenty three year old, uh, you know, a twenty three year uh, lease on new lease on life. So I'm fine. What is the closest you've ever come to death? Oh boy. Uh, well, I guess I guess that time when when they beat me with a golf club after I chased after a couple of them for running uh, running out on a fair. Uh, which and they uh, probably they have 
a bad idea on my part. Uh, would you, were they coming from like the local a golf course or something? No, I mean, why would, no, no. Why? They just I I I, I it was a couple of teenage girls, and they ran out of my cab without paying after I had driven them many miles, and uh, uh, and 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 all and I was enraged. I was completely and totally enraged because it was right. a hor- it was a horrible job to begin with. And, um, uh, and, and so I, I, I drove like a, a, a huge, I mean, I drove very, very fast through alleys and shit like that down one way streets chasing them. And, uh, I saw him, I saw him run into a house and a guy, and there's like drug dealers all over the other side of the street. Right. And, and I got out of the cab and I started screaming at them in, in, um, um, and one and and some older man uh, came out of the house with a golf club, started beating me with it. Now the funny thing is, that's the first time I was ever in an ambulance. But the funny thing is, um, when I when I went to get uh, this, my stuff out of the cab, uh, one of the drug dealers came, came came across the street and paid me paid me the fare because no he admired my courage. <laughs> so. Hold on a second. So this golf club actually connected with you. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I had to go to the hospital. To your head or to where did they get you? I think so. Different places, you know. And who calls the ambulance? I mean, who's helping you out here? It's such a crazy. I uh, I I ran up the street and went into went into a store, and they did not follow me. I guess they figured, what the fuck, you know? Uh, They'd already hit me with the golf club. You know, not going to kill me, uh, although they could have. Um, uh, and so I just ran into a store and called the cops from there and they sent uh, an ambulance. <laughs> that reminds me of the time I masturbated with 103 degree temperature. Ah, uh-huh. Yeah. With, with the thermometer you, you did? <laughs> I mean, I knew I was very, very fevered, but it was the closest I'd ever come to death. So I guess that's. Uh, but did you, did you masturbate with the thermometer? No, no, no. Oh, okay. I just use, you know, I use both my hands, so... Uh, oh, it takes two hands to handle a whopper, huh? It went pretty well. Yeah, yeah. it went real, real well. <laughs> Thank God, my sucks. It it's always so comes funny. back to that, doesn't it? It always just comes back to that. Awful. God. <laughs> You're disgusting, Woodworth. Yeah. <laughs> How are you doing with this lockup? Are uh, you a homebody? What? Are you a homebody? Yeah, I wasn't going out very much anyway because I, you know, I hurt my back last summer and it hasn't been fixed yet. So I had not been going out very much, but this is, you know, it's it's different, you know, when 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 uh, uh, you, you you just can't go out, you know. <laughs> Although I do go to the store, but what are you missing the most? What are the places you you frequent the most that you have? Oh, the coffee shop down here on Twenty Third. Is it that the um? Barista. So, it's called Barista. Oh, what about the one we used to go to? The uh, World... Oh, uh, uh, we had a falling out. Oh, you did. I think you did tell yes, me that. Yes, I haven't set foot back in the place. Unfortunately, the last time we did this was at Artichoke, and uh, they're they're closed at the moment. Hopefully, they'll reopen when this is all over. But you never know with yeah. you never know with nonprofits, you know. Yeah. You know, I've noticed that you, uh, you'll you do some videos there, yeah. but... Uh, yeah. but you always do audio with me, and I'm wondering. Uh, it's a pretty smart move. <laughs> well, 
Well, the thing is, the first uh, the first series, I, we, I've only done uh, videos with couples, couples who are both working musicians. Uh, hey. uh, oh, God, that must be. That was fun. That was fun. Yeah, was, two of them? Yeah. One house? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Including Lisa Mann and Alan Mar Markell, who are both bass players. <laughs> Imagine that. Imagine being locked up in a house and having to listen to bass solos. Oh, God. Thanksgiving must just be <laughs> terrible day. She's great. She's a, you know, she's a pistol. She is a pistol, at least a man. I, I don't know who that oh, is. too bad. Yeah. I'll get it together. I hope days. so. I hope so. Now, yeah. you've been making videos, I understand. Why you've well, been... Well, you got to do something, right? Yeah. Yeah. You have to find the humor. You know, I wear this thing around my neck, uh, a dog tag that says, if it's not fun, it's funny. Ah. Does it also and say so, who to call if you get if, 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 you, if you get lost? No, no, I have that tattooed on my foot. <laughs> got, got your number on mine. So you're cool with yeah. it, right? Does it, I used to have a cat that had a tag. Does yours say, I'm not lost, don't feed me? <laughs> no, it does not. Okay. It says shave my body and call Tom. <laughs> uh, so we're gonna. I'm a cat. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm a cat person, just like you. I have two cats. Oh, good. I, are pure and simple. Yeah. Are you sick to death of them now because of all this? I love them. They're just the best. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they puke a lot. Cats puke. Do your cats well, puke? she does, but not as much because I she's she, she has, she's hyperthyroid and the first me medications that they gave me made her puke, but she hardly pukes at all anymore. Oh. Yeah, yeah, my cats uh, give me a gift uh, a couple times a week. They're probably trying to tell you something. You think? Yeah, like fuck. What would they fuck be you? But my cats are cool. Uh huh. Okay. They, they, they're into me. You know Spalding Gray, the actor sure. writer, jumped off the uh, Staten Island <laughs> ferry in 2004. You know uh, Billy Joe McAllister jumped off the Tallahatchie Bridge. Oh wow! <laughs> that person. Ever do that song? No. What is it? Oh, is that? Uh, mm -hmm. Billy Joe McAllister jumped off the Tallahatchie Bridge. Who's that? Bobby Gentry. Movie. Oh yeah. yeah, it's yeah, and you know I always thought Bobby Gentry was a was a man. No. Of course, no. no. Wow, you know uh, the Atkins guy, Atkins Robert Atkins, the Atkins guy, uh -huh. died from falling on ice in New York. Really? Yeah. yeah after all that dieting. Right, that's like the that's like the uh, the famous runner, who uh, who Jim Fix, one of the most oh. one of the the uh, fittest people on earth, just died. Just, Jim yeah, Fix, he, he, he died. I think he died on television, or or after after so he, an appearance on Johnny Carson or something like that. Sounds pretty suspicious. I think the Fix was in on that oh, one. Jeez. Sorry about Boy. that. One. Sorry about that one. <laughs> So tell me about these. Yeah. Tell me about these videos, because we're gonna. I'm gonna put them up on the page here. Well, you know, I my one of my dearest friends. Uh, 
he and I were in the movie Ernest Goes to Camp mm-hmm. together. I, I do like that in because uh, it's an embarrassment. Um, you know what? I was and, just talking to somebody yesterday. Of all the movies that, that are on right now and people are watching, there are no, they're not running any Ernest movies. That's weird. It is weird. They, they, fuck, they ran Joey, they ran a night of Joey Brown movies, you know? <laughs> well, anyway. let me know if, because uh, I expect my 37 cent yes. check. Uh, but it doesn't make sense. No it doesn't make sense. They were so popular, you know? Can't believe they were popular. It was so bad. So, so oh, bad. No, oh. no. People love those movies. Yeah, well, I question their judgment, <laughs> their taste. Okay, so you were saying. So my buddy Patrick is, you know, we're we were theater majors, and it, he's he lives in L.A. and he runs a, he runs a theater as an acting coach, and we like to, <laughs> we thought it'd be fun to just start doing uh, this little, well, you know, Marco Polo is this new app, so he started, we started sending each other these, you know, thanks COVID nineteen, uh-huh. little ten second videos, and it was just a way for us to sort of look forward to something during the day, uh-huh. and he and his were contributing, and Catherine, my wife, and I were contributing and it was just like whatever we could just come up with and film it and it would take 10 seconds and we would mm-hmm. and we would move on but uh it was just a nice little like open like, like going to the mailbox and getting something in the mail card or yeah so yeah. that's that, that's all and uh and we would just challenge ourselves to do something ridiculous <laughs> and and they're really not great but you know they're, they're funny enough well kind of like the, the earnest movies yeah <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I would say that they are better than the Ernest. Oh, movies. really? How, how could anybody? How could yeah. anything be better? I think, I think the level of sophistication is is, is far superior. Oh, especially where you're 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 uh, you're um, uh, trimming your nails with a with a potato chip. I think that's a good. One. <laughs> I, you didn't like the puking one. Did that gross you out too much? Uh, no, but it wasn't. It was a cheap. It was a cheap laugh. I think they're all cheap. They're not. Well, they're all cheap. Yeah, but that was particularly cheap. <laughs> it was, you know, it was apropos, though, because uh, I, I've, I've been forced to uh, stop drinking whiskey. Really? Who? who? Yeah, whiskeys did not, not agree with me. So I have I have now uh, given myself a lifetime timeout. Wow. From drinking. Yeah, no more whiskey for me. What do you... It's the only... That, that takes me to that next level. What are you drinking instead? I'm going wine, and I will drink some beer. But I, you know, I just don't drink a lot of those liquids. I see. And obviously, whiskey gets you to a, a place far quickly, more quickly, and it doesn't take a lot of volume to get ah, you there. Yeah. And you know, I get all excited when I'm around friends and people, and I get you know my energy starts to just go crazy, and I just I have three of those whiskeys, and I'm a total <laughs> Dick bag. <laughs> How many have you had so far today? <laughs> Whiskeys. <Yeah. laughs> on a glass right now. So what? But what I'm, is what is your wife singing in the one that she's in? Oh, she's singing that Counting Crows song, Long December. Ah. ah mm-hmm. My wife is very funny. She's a very you know she her humor is so endearing because she's not a, a look at me look at me person. Uh huh. So there. There's that subtle, uh, you know, uh, the subtle uh, reluctance about her uh-huh. humor. 
that makes it so much more endearing than mine. I think uh-huh. she's 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 a real uh, people just people love her. Have you met her? No. Have you met Catherine? No. no. You, you keep me away from her. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty smart. She would uh, she would see that facial hair and <laughs> that cool fedora you uh, wear, and she would be uh, it would be over, yeah. over. Yeah. Uh, she's no, she's a real special person. And does so, she call uh, you Andy? No. What does she call you? She she calls me Purple Love <laughs> or, uh, <laughs> or Butter Knees. You know, she calls me Butter Knees. You know no. why? Because my knees are smooth <laughs> and creamy and oh, so easy to spread. Jeez, oh, that's a line from Shakes the Clown. Is it? Yeah, Esther Roll. Uh, who uh, they were? They were in the clown bar where all the clowns go to drink and get really drunk. And Esther Roll was sitting with a with a clown, and. Uh, they're watching. They're watching the weather on TV, and Esther Roll looks at this at, at the guy next to him and says, "You know, weathermen get a lot of pussy." And he goes, "Yeah." Huh? He says, "Yeah." And then she goes, "I got that peanut butter pussy, brown, smooth, and uh, easy to spread." Ah, yeah. interesting. Yeah. I heard that line from uh, from my buddy Andrew, uh-huh. who lives in Santa yeah. Cruz. I I, I I did not know where he had gotten it. That is great. It's from What Clown Shakes the yeah, Clown? Yeah, it's a, a Bobcat Goldthwait's first movie. Oh. Where he plays an alcoholic clown. It's one of the funniest movies ever made. What? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to check that out. I mean, it turns out I've got some time on yes. my hands. So, <laughs> the first, the first half of that movie is absolutely a scream. A scream. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Are there any TV shows that you're liking right now that, that you would recommend? Oh geez, um, I don't know. I've just been watching a lot of movies and stuff, you know. Not well. Well, I'm very sad that uh, Shit's Creek is is going to be over. This, this, this season has been fabulous. It's just been wonderful, you know. Uh, did you see the latest episode? You know, I'm, I just I didn't quite get into it. Catherine loved it, uh, and I, I mean, I think uh, Eugene Levy's fine. I think his son is great in it. Uh, and I love the Christopher Guest, all those movies, but I don't know. I just, this one didn't, uh, yeah, too bad. That's too bad. Cause uh, I, I really, I really love that. I'm really sorry. It's, there's only one more episode. Um, isn't that something like when you really love something is sort of a, it's like when I eat a bowl of uh, vanilla ice cream with hot fudge and, and almonds <laughs> in it and I get to the end, it, I'm depressed because it's about to yeah. stop. It's about to be over. Yeah. Yeah. And so I start to weep a little bit. I hear I hear you like that during sex too, just before you just before you get off. Yeah, Yo, you hear that because we're in the <laughs> in the next to each other. <laughs> um, yeah, that's true. Uh, weeping, so, it's just the weeping. I can't. It's hard to you know. It's hard to 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 to, to unhear that. You can't unhear that. You can't unring that. No, though. but. Um, you know, I feel that way. The show Succession, which is on HBO. Oh, I love that. Holy shit. That it was, was great, good, yeah. Wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. What about Ozark? Did you get into Ozark? No, did not get into Ozark. I, and the, that tiger thing, I don't, want, I don't want anything to do with. Well, it's it's really sad, actually. It's, it's uh, 
I mean, it's really, really, I know you're obviously an animal lover. I mean, most people are. There's a, you know, the the abuse of animals is, is way harder to deal with for some reason than, than even humans, because, I guess because of the innocence and who knows why. But, uh, and I, you don't see egregious abuse, but it's, you start to realize that, it, I mean, it doesn't take a genius to realize these poor animals caged up like this. Uh, I don't, I don't want to watch that. Why would I want to? Why would yeah. I want to watch that with all this shit going on? Why would I want to watch you that? Don't, you don't need to watch it, but it is uh, a study in in character. It's uh, it's grotesque. These characters are are so authentically grotesque mm-hmm. that somebody who is who's who does love to study people, it is hard to turn turn away. Well, I did watch uh, uh, Female Trouble again, and uh, I always love that. That's a, what is it called? John Waters movie, Female Trouble. I I'm, I'm in crowd shots in that. You yeah, are? In, in, the, in the part where Divine is jumping up and down on a trampoline and yelling, waving a gun uh, at, at an audience and yelling, who wants to die for art? Oh, wow. That has one of the greatest lines ever written in it. Mick Stoll. Uh, it's, it's a scene with Mink Stoll and Divine and this guy playing Divine's husband. Uh, and and Mink Stoll's playing Divine's daughter. And uh, Divine's husband wants Divine's daughter to give him a blowjob. And it's one of the greatest lines ever written in which she said, I wouldn't suck your lousy dick if you were suffocating and there was oxygen in your balls. <laughs> No, if I if I was uh, if I was suffocating, there was oxygen in your balls. Uh, it's just a, I wouldn't suck your lousy dick if if I was suffocating I, and you had oxygen in your balls. One of the greatest lines ever in in the English language. It's a good one. <laughs> it's a good one. It's right up there with uh, Ask Not. Yes. What's your country? Well, TCM ran uh, uh, Female Trouble and. And um, multiple maniacs, which was the movie movie before that, and uh, in that movie, a divine gets raped by a gigantic lobster, uh, who was bigger and taller than her, and that uh, that t- takes place on a couch. And uh, after they finished shooting the movie, uh, that uh, that room became my uh, my living room because we moved in there when Waters moved out. <laughs> Now, are your memories in black and white? Uh, no. You got color going on in there? Do you have color in your dreams? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. If, I think maybe if if, uh, if there were some pictures that were taken during that time. For instance, um, I, I actually put this up on, on, on my domain. I uh, uh, I wrote this story for the underground paper that I was the publisher, uh, and the the headline was Harry Harry was the name of the of the of the newspaper. It was the the, un, the underground paper, the hippie paper of record in Baltimore. And uh, the head my headline was Harry reporter drops acid, hears Billy Graham, sees apocalypse, digs it, and there's a picture of some kid giving the finger, and it's a crooked picture because at the time. It was at the it was at at the Washington Monument in D.C. and I got there early because it was they oh from on one end of the mall was uh, a rally with uh, Billy Graham and Bob Hope and people like that, 
And at, at the other end of the mall was the first annual Hippie Smoke In. And I got there. I got oh. there early, and uh, somebody laid a, a tab of orange sunshine on me, and I and and then I and I took it, and I spent the rest of the day watching, um, you know, big fights and hippies throwing um, uh, big searchlights into the reflecting pool and cops beating people, and I kind of that is a tough. That's tough to be on acid during that time, isn't it? Not for me. And I, no. I sort of just walked. I sort of, I sort of walked right through it. Walked through it. I found my car <laughs> somehow. My little green '69 VW Bug, and got in it and drove home from to Baltimore from DC. How long of a drive That's is about that? About an hour. Uh, and uh, uh, and but just before I left DC, I pulled up in front of of this building and I looked and it was. It was a, it was a mental hospital, <laughs> which you know I said, oh no, that's interesting. I know, thank you. And that's actually the mental hospital where they took uh, the guy who shot Reagan, and he lived there for a long time. Uh, John Hinckley. John Hinckley, yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, so I, I got home. <laughs> anyway, so um, they uh, uh, that was later that that story was later reprinted in a. Um, and a, and a hardback book with uh, a lot of other, uh, like, I don't know, stories by, like, Tom Wolfe and I mean, people like that. You really are out of a Jack Kerouac novel. <laughs> uh, Do you think that you lived, you grew up in a, in a good time? Do you think that we, we of, a, of this, of a younger generation, got screwed? Especially with this. I, I, every, every generation gets screwed. My generation had to go fight in Vietnam. Yeah, that's yeah true. Co- complain complain about the, the, the your coffee uh, um, uh, complain about your coffee, okay millennial. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But this 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 Trump stuff is really fucking off well, the it's charts. Just, isn't yes, it? it's it's a nightmare. It's a complete and total and utter nightmare. Yeah, and this is nothing you can do. It's like it's like this virus. There's nothing you can do but wait. It's and true. hope and hope, but we can put enough votes together to get rid of this 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 malignant force. Uh, oh God! Uh oh, we've stopped making jokes. You're right. I mean, you know, it's worth talking about, though. You know, it's worth getting serious. About I can hardly, you know, I'm a, because you know, I'm not a hateful person at all. Uh-huh. Uh, but I have had to. Uh, to live with an energy inside of me that I haven't had before. Oh, this hateful energy inside of me mm. that I've never had mm. before, and it's uh, it, it's very taxing. Yeah, yeah, I've very I've taxing. always hated Republicans, so it's nothing new for me. I mean, I, I had Nixon to. Ha- You've always been. A- I said I've always hated Republicans, but remember, oh, oh, I okay. had Nixon to hate. Nixon. Yeah, but God, this is. And then Nixon was. Uh, Nixon was. He was sending my whole generation over to Vietnam to fight a war that was ridiculous. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I knew. I knew uh, people who either couldn't get out of the draft or made the bad decision to go in and were killed. Mm-hmm. So you know. I suppose. The mid, you know, the mid 1800s would have been pretty brutal too. Every, every, every it, it's all always all it's all brutal. 
You know, I mean, there's well, many. This don't. I, I I don't know that there's been a time where it hasn't been brutal. You know, I mean, there's there's been. You know, there have been times when when things looked a little uh, more promising than they do now because things don't look very promising. But you never know. We get this guy out, and we get people in there who who are of goodwill and uh, have have the, the best interests of the nation at heart because they do exist. I mean, we had one in there for eight years, you know. And, right. yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, you never know. You just never know, you know. Or we could we could end up like the Third Reich, you know. It's 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 a it's a yeah. toss up, I think. Not on my watch. <laughs> Not gonna happen. Uh, okay. Well, good. You make you, you, you just you just you make sure that happens, okay? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. You can count on me. <laughs> so how is are you writing any music during all this? Yeah, I am. How how is it affected? How has all this affected what you're doing? Well, it's interesting, you know, because I'm I'm starting to write an album that's kind of uh, R and B ish, uh-huh. which is very unusual for yeah. me, and I know that you would be surprised by that. Uh, so it's 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 dancey uh-huh. stuff, um, but of course I'm sitting here and I can't get, uh, you know, we can't I can't collaborate in a studio with anybody. Yeah. What, what I've been doing. People are, of course, are are batten, battening down the hatches. So we can't even. No one can even go to a studio to, to work on stuff if I send it right. to them. So, right. uh, so it, it has. I've changed my direction, and, and I'm trying to. You know, this last sort of stab at something has been a, a message of hope mm-hmm. about you know talking about when this is you know when this is over. I'm trying to see the other side of it. Uh, you know, sort of from going to the shadows back into the sunshine. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, so that's kind of been on my mind the last couple mm-hmm. days, but, but I'm really on the sort of R and B tip and I'm pretty stoked about it. It's a lot of program stuff and I've never done anything like that. And I don't know if anybody wants to see a 49 year old jumping around, uh, to that stuff, but, uh, uh there's, there's no, there's no age when it comes to that stuff. That I hope not. You kn- that's my own. Guess. I, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm doing my radio show from home. Yeah, and uh, you know when when this whole thing with when Trump got elected, and uh, I, I knew I had to deal with that in the context of my show. Of course, we're right. not really allowed to talk politics on the air, and I sort of can understand that. But uh, you're not. No, no, not not talk politics, but you can play. You know, I've, I've you, you can play songs that songs that are political. And sure. I, I just I decided, and and you know, it's, we're pretty much all in agreement that uh, uh, the thing that we do the can do the best is to in, uh, comfort, inspire, and make you shake your butt. That, and that's that's really that's what yeah. I've been trying to do. On you know, you know, but it's it's making the show at home is is uh, although I, you know I'm I'm happy that I can do it and I'm happy I can bring a fresh show every week. It's very tedious. <laughs> And is this on the jazz yeah, station? Yeah, KMHD. Yeah. 8 p.m., 8 p.m., uh, 8 to 10 p.m., Friday nights. You should listen to it sometime. If you're if you're I into will. R&B, you should listen to my show. That I, you know, I listen to the only station that Catherine and I listen to. We have the you know the cable. Uh huh. It is 909, which is uh, R&B classics. Uh huh. Uh-huh. So I'm learning a lot about this music. Uh-huh. Uh, and I, I actually, you're 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 
your face and name pop into my head all the time. Right now, the whisper. Song, oh yeah. Um, because I know that this is totally your jam. I mean, yeah. we're I've got James Brown yeah. and all that we were listening to last yeah. night. I've uh, I mean, it's the Donny Hathaway uh-huh. stuff. It's uh-huh. the only stuff we listen to because it makes us feel good. And as I've gotten older, I just just want to feel yeah. good. Well, uh, eight to ten p.m. Friday nights, KMHD.org, and you can listen to it. I'm gonna write. Yeah, uh, on my hand right And now. everyone should, who is listening. 8 to 10, <laughs> right? 8 to 10 Friday mm-hmm. nights. KMHD.org. KMHD. Because you don't, you don't have a radio radio, right? I do in my car. 89.1. 89.1. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and what? What's the name? So it's 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 is it classic R&B? The, whole the show time? is called I Like It Like That, which is the name of a. I, I've heard that. Yeah. And that must be a song. It's a song by, by a New Orleans uh, uh, guy named Chris Kenner. Uh, right on. And it's a great song. And um, some, I, 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 you know, I start every show and I, I uh, and I, 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 I do the top of the second hour. Play the, and I play it. I don't play it all the way through, but somebody has said, "Don't you get tired of that song?" I never get tired of that song ever. Not, not That's ever. yeah. I mean, there are yeah, songs like yeah. that. Are you a Michael Jackson no. fan? No, no, never, never, no, no. I'm, I'm past that generation. And I never really liked Michael Jackson. God, even though Quincy Jones, who was so instrumental, especially in Off the Wall and Thriller, because uh, those arrangements are so amazing. Yeah, oh. I know, I know, but I don't like him. You just even his voice, you didn't I like. I didn't like him. Even before the whole disgusting stuff that had come yeah. out. Yeah. He was wow. always creepy to me. Always. I get that. Yeah. That's, not, that's so interesting because he, he had such an effect on me when I was a nine-year-old. Well, yeah. Ten-year-old. That's, that's mixed. It just got and and, His and when I was uh, uh, eight, nine, and ten, um, I had the same feeling about Little Richard. Who had... Yeah. <laughs> A lot in common with with Michael Jackson. Was he a little weirdo too? Are you kidding? Did he a molester? That I don't know. I do know that there's a great story about Little Richard in Doctor John's autobiography, because uh, Little Richard huh? always wanted the great drummer. Um, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, no, anyway, this is the, the great New Orleans drummer. It'll come to me uh, to fuck him. <laughs> Uh, Wait, Chet Baker. What was Chet Baker? He's a trumpet player. Uh, yeah. Earl, Earl Palmer. He wanted, always wanted Earl Palmer to fuck him, and Earl Palmer never would. And Little Richard used to carry all his money around in a satchel. And one day, Little Richard was coming in for a session because all of his biggest hits were made in New Orleans. And uh, uh, and Little Richard threw the satchel down in front of in front of a uh, satchel full of money in front of Earl Palmer, and Earl Palmer still wouldn't fuck him. Wow. Well, was Earl gay? No. Little Richard was. I know, but it's like, you know, either you can do it or you can't. No, he didn't want to. If you're not, hey, <laughs> no satchel of anything is going to, is going to, you can't fake a boner. You know what I mean? There's no way to do that. Well, true. How are you but, gonna... you know, what are you going to do? Gosh. <laughs> yeah, James Brown is on right now. I got ants in my uh, pants. I, I need to dance. I know. 
I mean, that's just an odd lyric. I would never write that, but look at that. 1973, it was a fine lyric. I got handsome pants and I need to dance. It's a, it's a great line. What a weirdo this guy I interviewed uh, James Brown one time. you got to be no, kidding me. Wow. No. I've told this story a million zillion times, too. Um, what? Well, he was in Baltimore because he owned, he owned a bunch of things. He owned a motel, the James Brown Motor Inn, and he owned, a, I believe, a beauty parlor, and, all, and he owned a radio station. And then he, then, then like all of his businesses, they all got in trouble, and he had to come, in, and they took him to court. And I heard he was going to be in court, and uh, I said, "Well, I got to, I got to go to the courtroom. I got to see this, right?" And I went to the courtroom, and there he was. I walk in, and there he's, he's on the stand testifying. And when I say testifying, I mean testifying. And wow. he says to the judge, that was at the time when the 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 United States, the federal government, bailed out the Chrysler Corporation. But, and, and so they wouldn't go out of business. And James Brown looks over at the judge and says, Judge, if I was Chrysler Corporation, you wouldn't be doing this to me. And, of course, he was right. And, mm. and, I, and afterwards, I went up to him and said, uh, Mr. Brown, may, uh, could, would, would, uh, could, could I shoot an interview with you tonight? Because I was working for the uh, TV, uh, t- TV show that got, that got like <laughs> uh, a 60 share at 7.30 p.m., okay? And... Um, mm-hmm. uh, uh, and he said, yeah, and, and, uh, and, and I, so I did, and, and during the course of the interview, I said, Mr. Brown, because I made sure I called him Mr. Brown, what, what is it yeah. that you do? What is it that you do that makes people just lose their minds? And he says, I kick off, he just leaned back and smiled and said, I kick off on the one and then I let the boogie do the rest. Huh. I've told uh-huh. that story so many times. <laughs> wow. That's a moment right there, yeah, huh? You do the one? Can you kick off on the one, Mr. Wood- Woodworth? I mean, I I can kick I can kick a one. Yeah. All right. Well, that's the, that's that's the whole key to to playing funky music. Is is kicking off on that, the one and letting the boogie do that? That's right. Uh, well, I guess the jury is still out on whether I can do that or not. <laughs> My best. I mean, I've 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 told I have ball bearings for hiss. So <laughs> you shall see. <laughs> hey, listen. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks for doing this. This is this has been a a, a, a respite for me. I'm, I'm I'm good for a break, aren't I? Yeah, you are. <laughs> of course, you shut off your brain. And I'll I'll put your videos up, and um, you know anything else you'd like me to put up, like uh, your website and. You know where to where to, where to send you pizza and shit like that. You know. Uh, I've been cooking bean burritos. It's all good. Ah, okay. Uh, and I do appreciate talking to you. Every time I talk to you, I just uh, I'm reminded of how what a fascinating human being you are. We do. We do. And, I think we uh, do good together when we do these things. We, we do. do. I do. Yeah. We. I truly appreciate you and uh, and uh, your interest in having me on. It's cool. Hi, man. Take care. Thanks, you bro. know, hang in there. Thanks, buddy. Okay. You too. Later, man.